0: Well, it's exciting to have all of you here, but uh, there's a few people that I'd just love to uh, mention and uh, and honour. We invited uh, Lloyd and Vicky Rankin, our national directors of the vineyard here in New Zealand. They are joining us this morning. And we also asked our friends, Vic and Fran Francis, who are the pastors of Shore Vineyard who planted us out five years ago. They are joining us as well. Thank you so much for coming. Actually, it means the world to us to have you here with us celebrating today. It's so good. So thank you. Um, I've just been told that it's actually not just our birthday today. It's actually Rebecca Hines' birthday today. Woohoo! I didn't know that. So when we sing happy birthday at the end, just embrace it as yours. There you go. And Jessie as well. Where's Jessie? Oh, my goodness, Jessie. Yay! We did cake and everything for you guys today. (laughs) All right. Vic, can I invite either one or however you're going to do this? (laughs) Uh, We've asked if they would be willing just to um, bless us as a church. So this is Vic and Fran. (laughs) Here you go.
1: Hey, thank you so much. It's uh, wonderful to be here. It's funny that you have the number five up here. In my mind, coasters six or seven because way back uh, before, you started five years ago, we were, um, had the great privilege of having Matt and Jacinda and their girls uh, and a number of other families who started to talk about, pray about, and think about doing this church plant. And so we were there before you were born, you know, it was sort of it was just one of those things. And um, how amazing is it to be here to celebrate your fifth birthday? It is a little bit like birth and it is a little bit like, you know, seeing someone who's grown or known about the dream and then seeing them in real life in flesh and blood. And it just feels like such a privilege to be here today. And so from the people of Shore Vineyard, um, where some of you actually came from, and you know about it, and all of you actually came from, and a lot of you didn't know about it, God bless you. It is just wonderful to be here. Congratulations, Matt and Jacinda, and uh, it is just wonderful to be here together with you today.
0: Thank you. Thanks, guys. Well, it's been a bit of a ride. We started in our lounge five or just actually it was a bit over five years ago uh, with a few families and we'd get together on a sunday afternoon and uh, and we would worship together and we'd pray together and'd we ask God what he wanted to do and it turns out it was this and uh, we had no idea that this was what it was going to look like you know you kind of have this dream in your heart that you hold on to that that's that's why we do this and uh, and and yet the amazing thing has been watching what God has been doing over this five years. The people that have been part of this church, the people that have moved on, the people that have stayed. We've gotten to watch children being born. We've gotten to watch kids grow up. We've gotten to pray together and play together. We've gotten to work hard alongside one another to do things, awesome things, all sorts of things. We've weeded gardens, we've chopped wood. Well, actually, I didn't, um, but, but our people have. We've made meals for one another. We've uh, t- had the courage to take risks together. And sometimes we've made mistakes. And every time we've learnt and grown through the good and the hard. And, uh, and they say that a picture tells, you know, paints a thousand words or whatever it is. And, uh, and this couple of, last couple of weeks, we have trawled through thousands of photos of the last five years. Jaden, who is our newest intern, who's here from Portland, um, I said, why don't you start looking through all the photos because you'll get a visual story of our journey so far. And uh, and so he was doing that and then he um, whittled it down to 800 and something and uh, handed it back to me and I said, I've got three minutes. Uh, so I've had to cull and cull and cull to try and put together something that captures a little bit of our journey together. And uh, And I have to say, I've had to cut out so many great photos and uh, so if you don't see yourself in these I'm really sorry Uh, I've tried to get this broad spectrum of who our church is and some of the things we've gotten to enjoy and do together along the way but I'll let you take a look and uh, enjoy it actually went to three and a half minutes I just couldn't cut any more out come set your rule and
2: reign in our hearts again increase in us we pray unveil why we're made come set our hearts ablaze with hope like wildfire in our very souls holy spirit come invade us now we are your church we need your power
0: I think the thing is, birthdays are one of those times where we get to, um, we look back, don't we? We do that for our own birthdays when uh, it kind of gives us this excuse to sort of review and look forward. And that's what we're going to use today for, is we get to reflect on some of what's happened and get excited about what's coming. And, uh, and as Kieran said, you know, in the design of that logo, I think the thing that kind of grabs my heart the most is that uh, each one of us has been brought together in this church family but for a purpose. It's not just that we get to hang out and have a great time, although we do, but that we actually get to go and create ripples all over our community and all through our city, and that things will be different because we're here. And that's what's exciting. And I got a message this morning from a friend. Uh, She's at one of the other churches up here on the coast. Her husband's one of the pastors of one of uh, the Baptist churches up here. And she said this, happy birthday, Coast Vineyard. Changing the individual lives of hundreds of Coasties equals changing the coast and the generation to follow. That's what we're about. And I'm so stoked that we get to do this with you. Alrighty, that's enough from me. Uh, what we often have done in the last few years when we've had a birthday is we've invited a guest speaker to come. Uh, and last year we had Kirk Delaney, who's the National Director of the Vineyard in Australia. And uh, we didn't invite him this time. We're going to tell some of our own stories this time. But he sent us a message. So are we geared up to be able to play that? That would be awesome. So he was thinking of us as we had our birthday. So here's what he had to say.
3: G'day, friends.
4: Kirk Delaney here. On behalf of Nicole and myself and everyone here at Vineyard Australia, we want to send to you, Matt, Jacinda, and everyone at the Coast Vineyard, a great, big, happy birthday. We're really celebrating with you in the way that God continues to grow and bless you as a local church in seeing Jesus made famous to the people of your region and beyond. Hey, we're praying this weekend's a wonderful celebration that God is really generous and that many people would continue to find the good news of Jesus through your life together in following him. God bless you. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye.
0: So this year, we wanted to take the time to reflect and to hear some of the stories of what God's been up to this last, well, varying lengths of time, depending on who you talk to. And, uh, and that's what we want to celebrate this year. And that's what a guest speaker isn't able to do, because they don't know us well. And so you're going to hear today from a number of different Coasties, who are going to tell their story of what God's been doing in their lives, because that's what this is all about, is that our lives are being changed because we're in relationship with Jesus, and, uh, and it's incredibly exciting. So we're going to start the ball rolling, and you're going to give a very warm welcome to Stefan and Olivia Houssak. I thought they might come with babies in, in tow, but you've found babysitters. <laughs> I'll give you this one, Olivia.
3: Morning, everybody. My name's Stefan. This is Olivia. Um, yeah, we've 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 been coming along to coast here since the start of last year and man it's actually really heartache to think about what God has been doing in our lives since then or to summarise it because to be honest, like what has God not been doing in our lives? Like we kind of we came we came here a little bit broken, you know, we needed we needed something new, we needed some refreshing and I think right from the first day we came in here we felt right at home. Um, and it's it's been incredible uh, we really kick started our kind of coast journey with going to the camp. There was a few pictures from the from the coast camp and um, at that Matt talked about Coast Church being a hospital uh, army a school and a family right those four things and really those four things have like it's been that to, like in a massive way to us um, I think started off by really healing our hearts right at the beginning um, getting some real great relationships with a lot of people, and uh, somehow at the same time as school. Um, we learnt a lot hey, at the beginning when we first came, and I think in particular... We're still learning.
5: Don't just yeah. say we've finished learning. We're still for sure. learning.
3: For sure. But in, in particular, the uh, sorry, <laughs> the concept of, um, of how God's kingdom is here, but it's also not here yet. Um, I apologise for touching on the kind of a big subject without really explaining it. But um, that's meant a lot to me, just having this kind of perspective of God is here and he's with us and we can catch glimpses of that. And I think that song we sung before put it really well and really simply, um, which one was it? Beautiful name. (laughs) You're telling (laughs) the story. (laughs) 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 And the lyric went um, something about how you didn't want heaven without us, so Jesus, you brought heaven down. And it's just so powerful, eh? And honestly, for us, Kosovinia, this, this whānau, has been massive to us. And for us, it's a glimpse of heaven on earth. So, you know, we thank you for that.
5: Mm. Yeah. So, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Um, when we first came to Coast Vineyard, this word kind of um, was floating around in my mind, um, this word koinonia, and um, I didn't really know what it meant, but I felt like God was telling me this word and this was going to represent our time at Coast Vineyard, not that we're going to leave, like, like this is our time, we're still here. Um, but, but I think if we reflect back over the last year, I think God has been showing us and um, explaining to us what koinonia really means. And it's a Greek word, and it means to have fellowship and community with, with like-minded Christians and with God. And I think that if I can describe uh, our journey with God at Coast Vineyard, it would be koinonia. It would be all of these beautiful people doing life with us and being our fano and letting us experience God's love and, and God's wish for us and God's life for us and just, yeah, this real supportive network and supportive, um, yeah, Fano as we journey more in God and a more in fellowship and more koinonia with God. So we love Coast Vineyard. We tell all our friends about it. My parents just moved up and I'm like, come on, it's time to come to Coast Vineyard. We love this church, not just because of the people, but because we've found a um, a deeper sense of God here in this church. So thank
0: you guys. Thanks you guys. Okay, so this is not paid advertising for Coast Vineyard. This is this is we're advertising God. And the fact that He is alive and well and doing wonderful things in our lives. And this this church, this community, this Farno, is just a place that helps facilitate and support that. That's what we're about. Our next wonderful lady, who many of you know and love, is Fiona Brown. Come on up, lovely. All right, I'll leave you to it. Yes?
4: Talking's my favourite. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I'm
0: amazed she said yes. Normally this is not even a doable thing.
4: (laughs) Okay. So um, Michael and I and our three boys came to Coast Vineyard just over three and a half years ago. And we came from having been overseas for nearly six years. We weren't necessarily burnt out, but we were really looking for a place where we could put down roots So we'd been in America and then we moved to Australia. And when we went to Australia, we thought that we were gonna be there long term. We thought this is great, sunshine, warmth, beaches. Our kids were in the best private Christian school there, amazingly so, um, and we thought this is great. But six months into that, we were still being asked to go back to America to Michael's old job. And that was very unsettling for six months to to be asked. Are you sure about this? Have you made the right choice? We'll pay for your green cards. We'll pay for this. Like like, no, we are, we are here and we need to be settled. So we finally told Michael's boss, his old boss, that. And then a month later, we were asked to come back to New Zealand for a job here. And we were like, what's going on? So we ended up asking if we could postpone the new job for another five months to see out the school year in Australia. So by the time we got to New Zealand, we'd had two international moves in 13 months, and we felt like the worst parents in the world. But we came here, and we found stability. And, you know, at that stage, Coast was pretty little, pretty young, and the words church plant weren't in our vocab at all. We thought, nah. We only came one Sunday because very good friends of ours recommended that we come here. They don't even come here, but they knew that it was a great place to be. So, and because we greatly respect them, we thought, okay, we'll come along. And um, we haven't left. <laughs> we didn't bother exploring any other churches. We came here and we loved it because we felt so accepted and loved. And um, for people who had been on the move so much and had struggled with friendships, we found what we needed which was awesome. And in the last three and a half years, I think there's been lots of themes to, our, to what God's been doing in us and in me. But one of the big ones would be in finding community and not only giving, because I find giving easy, easy peasy. I'll make your meal, I'll make your cake, easy peasy, no problem at all. But receiving, that's a completely different thing. But would you know, I am learning to receive. In the last three months, I have called somebody to help me when my car wouldn't start and my husband was out of the country. Thanks, Matt. I'm now an AA member. (laughs) And I have received meals, gratefully, and eaten them, and they were delightful. And even this past week, I was quite unwell on Monday and I needed to go to the urgent doctor at midnight, of course, so a good friend of mine picked me up and, you know... That takes friendships to a deeper level when you're vomiting in their car. (laughs) Thank you, Rachel. (laughs) So um, I think what you learn when you're receiving is that you're not just being tolerated, you're actually being loved, and that's huge. And um, it's what I'd love everyone who comes into this building is to know that you are loved before you're known, and um, it's who we are. We just want to love you. And the other thing I've learned in the last three and a half years, and I'm still learning, is um, all about my identity. And I've discovered that a kid's identity, their self-image, is fully formed in them by the age of 10, and that's super young. So thank you to all our Sunday school teachers, our kids' program leaders, our youth group people. What you do is just amazing. So um, if your self-image is fully formed by the age of 10, by the age of 40, That's pretty solid. That's pretty stuck in there. And it might not be the best self-image that you have, but in the last wee while, God's been showing me who I think I am and what I think I can do is completely different to what He thinks of me and of what I can do. And a lot of that's to do with my work here at Coast. Um, I was actually asked three times to do the job before I said yes. (laughs) No, 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 I can't do it. Not me. No. Yes. And I love it, and it's the greatest privilege I have next to being a wife and one. So um, thanks, God, and thanks, Coast.
0: So when I spoke to each of these people, I probably should have said uh, before I introduced all of them, because we have you know, I was getting ready for this and I was talking to God and I felt like you said this is what we were meant to do for this service is to actually share some of our stories of what he's been doing. And I know some of your stories, not all of them, and all of you have stories worth telling of what God has been doing in your lives. And it's like, there's not, it's like the photos. It's like we don't have enough time to be able to do this. And so I just prayed. I'm like, Lord, who do I ask? And, uh, and three of the four people that I asked uh, said they wanted to say no. Their initial response was no. Uh, either because they've never done this before or it's not their natural habitat to be up in front of people. And yet as they wrestled with God over that, uh, they said yes. And, uh, and so hearing these stories today is really super exciting because they're hard won and they're treasured and we get to treasure them with each other and hold them as, as precious. So um, I should have let you know that before. And basically, I was just asking them, so what's God been up to since uh, you got here? Because it's a good time to reflect, isn't it? So that's what we're hearing. So Gary, where are you? Here, come on up. This is Gary. Yeah. It's that time. So Gary was uh, in the UK for his son's wedding when I emailed him about this. And you tried to reply three times, eh, to say no? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll sort that. Uh, yeah, and uh, and God didn't didn't agree.
6: No, no, I didn't send them. And then on the last day, just as I was coming back to New Zealand, I said to Sue, "I think I'll say yes." So so Michael and Sue are really worried now. So, um, so I'll let you okay, go for it. So if you don't know me, my name's Gary. I've been coming to Coast for about three and a half years now with my wife Sue and my son Michael. They we're both quite worried now. I think. Okay. Um, It's our 34th wedding anniversary tomorrow as well.
3: Uh, uh, uh,
6: Sorry, I need notes. I'm not as good as the rest of them. Um, We've been Christians for 35 years. So Sue and I went forward at a Billy Graham conference just before we got married, which is a really long story that I won't go into. Uh, We were confirmed together just after we were married, and we were christened together in New Zealand when I went to home a few years ago. But I'm up here on my own. <laughs> okay. Um, things that have happened to us uh, since we come to Coast. So the, the first thing I want to talk about is Michael, and he's really embarrassed now. Um, we, we moved churches uh, a couple of times in New Zealand, and when we decided that we were going to leave our previous church, M- Michael didn't want to leave. He was quite comfortable there, sitting at the back, hiding with all the teenagers, and, and yeah, w- was not happy. We, we came here, he didn't sit with the youth, he sat down with us, at the end of the service he disappeared. Can I have the car keys, I want to go and sit in the car, um, you can come out when you're ready. Within a few months we were dragging him out of this place because he'd made so many friends and it had made such a difference to him. Last year he was doing AV, he was doing sound in morning church and in evening church, he'd leave home at 8 in the morning and not come home until about 10 at night. So. A massive thank you to the the youth uh, leaders in this place you've done an amazing job particularly for us I'm looking at a couple of you up there so you know you are so thank you uh, the other thing that I wanted to talk about was some of the courses that we've done since we've come here we, we did a course on prayer when we first joined uh, you've probably guessed I'm English if you didn't know we cut we come from an Anglican background uh, when our oldest child was christened we asked if we could have a guitar in church that was a big deal and quite a few people were not happy that we we had a guitar for one song so standing up in front of you lot standing up and praying even putting my hand up is 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 absolutely massive the prayer course we did was was amazing um somebody noticed that um i got a problem with my arm they said can we pray for you nobody prayed for my arm they dug up things that they just wouldn't have known. It was absolutely amazing. And Trish gave me a Bible verse from Isaiah. This was over two years ago, and I've still got it in my wallet. It's looking a bit munted now, but I I carry it everywhere with me, all about forgiveness. The other course we did was a marriage course, Laugh Your Way to a Better Marriage. Great fun. Probably the best thing was that Sue knows now when I say I'm not thinking about anything, I'm really not thinking about anything. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, the, uh, the, the, the crazy thing about that was, um, obviously we've been married for a long time, there were still things to learn, but I actually used that course uh, in another situation where I, I was alone talking to somebody and they actually confided in me that they were having trouble with their marriage. And it, it was totally contrived by God. It just the, the things that happened before it, there's just no way that it couldn't have been. And I actually spoke to this person and I spoke to them about going onto YouTube and finding the videos and about the five languages and all the things that we learnt about. And that person told me that they'd actually started to rebuild their marriage and they were going to go away on holiday for the first time for 18 years on their own without their children. So, again, if we, you get a chance to go on some of the courses that they run here, just really take it up. Am I alright because I'm gabbling. <laughs> Um, The biggest thing though was about five months ago when Matt and Jacinda started a series on joy. Now, most people wouldn't associate me with joy, particularly in in my workplace. I'm affectionately known as grumpy most of the time. Uh, I've worked in IT for nearly 40 years now, so a long, long time. I decided about five, six months ago it was time for a career change and I got an opportunity internally at work to have a total career change. And it totally coincided with this programme starting. And it was almost like Jacinda and Matt were feeding the people in work what to teach me. It it was amazing. The the first immersion course that we did, there was a guy coming from outside, never met him before, looked like he was a bit isolated because he was new. I sat down and spoke to him and just, just helped him through this first bit of training. We then had to go to a second bit of training and it turned out it was just he and I. And we were sat down and we were being assessed. Uh, we'd been assessed by all the people that work with us, which is not very pleasant. And this, this guy spoke first, and the lady was asking him about the things that um, he did. And he said, oh, I love reading. And she said, What do you love to read? And he said, I love to read the Bible. And that, that just blew me away because the previous training, I'd had the opportunity to tell everyone on the table I was a Christian. And I went, Nah, this is work. This is, this is just a bit scary. I don't know these people, and, it, and it's too much. And it's happened three or four times all the way through. And the, the sessions that um, Matt and Jacinda did on Joy have just helped me so much, even down to, to last Friday. I was on my way to work. I was being grumpy. i was, um stressing about this, because this is way outside my comfort zone. Uh, so I decided to have a second breakfast in coffee club before I went into <laughs> training, <laughs> as you do. Uh, and, and I listened back to, to, to one of the, the, the talks that Jacinda did back at the end of March and it just blew me away and all, my, all the things that I was grumpy about disappeared. I went into the, the training session that we were giving and some guy called me over and said I need to give you some feedback because they're, they're good at giving feedback. It's, it's a gift apparently and we need to <laughs> learn. It. So I, t- I took his gift and I was totally amazed because he was talking about somebody that I was having a problem with. And then the next two people that arrived were the two people that I've been praying about that I didn't particularly want to talk to. And it's just amazing. All the way through, these things have been happening to me. I've had to learn to confront things that are not very pleasant. Uh, um, The company that I work for, we've done a thing called the Blue Heart, where we're trying to be totally inclusive and uh, making sure that everybody matters. I stood up as an old white guy talking about racism, thinking you know, what right have I got to talk about this subject? And then a lady came up to me afterwards and said, thank you so much, I'm blonde and I'm white, but I'm Māori and nobody really understands that I'm Māori and I've been bullied for so many years about it. I stood in front of a guy who is, is openly gay and he, he stood there and cried and said how he'd been bullied. And you know he absolutely blew me away. So, I, I would have not have had any of this if it wasn't for Coast. So. That this journey is a journey that I'm still on, but, but thank you.
7: That's awesome.
0: Isn't that awesome? That's what we mean by that ripple effect. It's like Gary takes who he is to work, and he gives Jesus away, and that has an impact on the people he works with, and all of us get to do this. It's so cool. Now, this last person uh, is actually not here. Uh, I asked Ailsa Bro if she would tell some of her story, and she's actually in Tauranga this weekend uh, giving her daughter away to be married. And, uh, and yet her story is worth telling. And so uh, we're going to just quickly show that. I'm just actually, I'll check my time. Are we all good? Okay, good. Okay, so we're going to watch this, and this is Ailsa. So she was another one who said no and then said yes, and you'll be glad. Here you go.
7: I came to Coast about a year and a half ago, and that was not long after John my husband had died, and I was, I was hurting inside. I hadn't been to church for quite a long time, and God was nudging me that I needed to find a church family. And I'd been to visit quite a few churches, but I couldn't find anywhere at that point that felt like home. And then I remembered back to something that had happened sometime previously, which was when John was ill and he was in hospice. A friend of ours organised a bunch of guys to come and do a working bee at our house. Now, these were people we didn't know. They did over our garden, and they were amazing. I didn't know them. They didn't know me. But they actually happened to be from Coast Vineyard. If any of those guys are in the church now, I just want to say thank you, because that actually meant so much. When John came home from hospice, he cried. It, It meant so much to him, because... He couldn't do it, and people he didn't even know had turned up and done something to help him. And at the time, he said, that's what church is, and it meant so much to us. So thank you. So I started coming to Coast Vineyard. I thought, that must be the place. That's the place. It's like John's with me there because he that church meant something to us. And when I started coming, I was pretty broken inside. I wasn't very communicative with people probably. Um, but there were some messages that made me think, I need to start giving out. I've been soaking in, and it's been great, and I'm feeling as if I belong here a little bit, but I need to start giving out. And I thought, what do I do? And how do I give out? And the backstory to this is that I make quilts. Now, I've made quilts for all my life, for many, many years. And I wasn't enjoying doing that. Since John had died, it was like, my creativity had totally dried up. and it's just like I was empty inside and I had nothing to give out. And when I started thinking about making quilts for some people in the church, I thought, well, who? And then I thought, well, what about the babies? I knew there were a couple of pregnant women in the church. I'd seen them walking around and I thought, okay, I went and talked to Fiona Brown and said, who's having babies in the church? And she gave me the three or four that were she knew were expecting at that time. And um, so I started making quilts for them and then I kept making quilts and as I was making one quilt after another quilt, we've had a lot of babies in the church, I'm making quilt number eight at the moment. As I started making them, first of all, they were, they were a work, they were patchwork, they were hard work, but I started enjoying it and I started feeling something coming alive in me again and that's just so exciting. It was just like the real me coming back because I was doing this for someone else and um, I also would take the quilts to people's places, to their homes. I didn't used to, I didn't know the people I was making them for really, so I would just arrive on the doorstep with the quilt. They sent me photos of their baby lying on the quilt, so I've got a little cache of those to every time I'm feeling like I need to check on what I'm doing and where I am. Of God, I look at those photos and that's pretty exciting. Um, so one by one I started feeling like I was coming alive as I made those quilts and there was something in me that had been there before, but had been lost, and it was coming back, and it was just so exciting. So, wow, Mm -hmm. so exciting. And then what was happening in my own life at this stage is that my daughter had got engaged and was preparing to get married, and she said to me, Mum, will you make me a flower garden book? I didn't have that kind of creativity in me. But because God was bringing that creativity back. When it got to the point earlier this year where I thought, yeah, it might be time to start Kirsty's quilt, I realised I had it. I had that creativity. It was so exciting. And I just started putting the quilt together, and the more I made I was making a couple of baby quilts at the same time, and the more I worked on Kirsty's wedding quilt, the more excited I got, and the more alive I felt. I felt like I'd really been changed. And it was just like it was like being reborn. It was a real, really exciting time for me. And I'm not at the church birthday celebration this weekend because I'm in Taronga walking Kirsty down the aisle, which is pretty exciting. It's sad because Dad can't be there with her, but I can do it. Okay. And um, I'm just so excited at what God's done in me over this last year and a half. He's put me alive, and I just want to thank the church
0: at Coast Vineyard for being there with me and helping me on the journey. All right, do you know what struck me just as I was listening to that again, and listening to the stories this morning? So often we expect that we're going to meet God in these miraculous, big mountaintop kind of moments. And uh, I remember we we had the opportunity to go and hear Alan Scott, who's a vineyard pastor earlier in the the year and he said, you know, we we have this expectation of meeting God in the miraculous, but we usually meet him in the mundane. That he, it is miraculous that he uses our everyday, our personalities, our gifts and the things that we're good at, like our creativity, the people that are in our lives, like Gary and at work. You know, there's different stages of life we're at, like with Stefan and Olivia and, and Fiona, he uses all of that to transform our lives. And that's where we meet Jesus. And, uh, and that's what we're celebrating today. I'm going to hand it over to Matt. I think he's going to look forward where we've been looking back and looking at what God's up to now. Here you go.
8: All right. So, if I haven't met you before, my name's Matt, and that's Jacinda, and we're the lead pastors here at Coast Vineyard Church. And, uh, It is a pretty cool morning, eh? Pretty cool just to uh, be hearing stories. I'm going to talk a little bit about, um, you know, looking back, but also looking forward as well. And uh, how good is this? Just catching a glimpse into what God's doing in people's lives. And I know that um, we could easily have have had hours and hours of of stories because God's at work. You've got your own story, and it's um, it's very very cool. so this has been a pretty exciting weekend for me all around. Uh, yesterday we had the New Zealand celebration of Isaac and Mariel's wedding, and they're here this morning along with... Uh, um, so it's the first time Isaac's been back since he moved to Canada about six months ago, and, uh, and Mariel's here, and her parents are here. and Welcome, guys, and, and uh, Isaac's parents are here. Lots of people are here. So, um, so then, and then I went to the All Blacks, and... Uh, Bumped into Liam and Hannah and Sean and Blaine and Bryn and Waisaki the Holo and just a few of my friends and that was a good time. And, and then this morning we're celebrating Coast Vineyard 25, so uh, it's kind of like the perfect weekend. Uh, you know, when we were talking about starting a church, uh, people would ask us this thing like, why, why would you start a church? Why Why another church? and like most of you even getting here this morning, you would have probably driven past three or four churches to get here, like why why start another church? Well, the thing is that God whispered into jacinda 's heart into my heart and said, "You know the coast needs another place where people can come and find me and come alive it's whispered into our hearts, and so so five years ago, Jacinda and I, and a, and a small band of merry men and women and kids, um, we we started on this this journey, of, and we we discovered that you know there's a lot of coasties who were just longing to find a place where they could come and meet God and become friends with God, and a place that was that was safe, that was warm that was real, that was actually helpful, and where people could encounter God and become friends with God. So, um, and that's what we've found over the last five years. There's been a lot of you that have just found a place where that can happen. Because you know, the thing is, and many of you know this, and you've heard stories about this this morning, is that you meet God and everything changes. You meet God, and everything changes. Like, like I know that God is real. God is real. <laughs> it's not just a story. It's not just a a good idea. God is real. I've I've experienced his his healing of have experienced his acceptance of experienced his forgiveness. I've. Asked for him for, for wisdom and, and found wisdom way beyond my own wisdom in, uh, in tough situations. I've, I've seen God's power win battles against demonic forces. That's not just make-believe stuff. That's real stuff. God is real. I've seen his power in, in, uh, in praying for, for miracles and seeing things happen that just unexplainable except that there is a God. And uh, God is real. You know, we've got this, I grabbed the words of that song because I know we sang this song, but like, I, I can sing this song. Like, I found a love greater than life itself. I found a hope stronger and nothing compares. I once was lost and now I'm alive in you. God is real. You, know, you meet God and everything changes. Everything changes and it, it, it changes lives and it can change lives around you like this, this ripple that we've been, we've been talking about. It changes lives around you and it can change lives and families for, that can last for generations. It's just a wonderful, wonderful thing. And you know, we could have had, like I say, we could have had just story after story after story from so many of you up here this morning. One of the privileges that we get as, as pastors here is we get to hear the stories. And it's just, uh, it's so, so cool. Um, probably why we don't have lots of stories is that um, vineyard people usually like being more at the back than at the front. So, uh, so like, you have to get it really early to get a seat at the back here. It's a, it's, you guys, you know what I'm talking about. So that's why Coast Vineyard was started so that the coast could have another place where people can meet God, meet the God who changes lives. You, you may be here this morning and, and knowing God may not be your story. And, but you're here. You're here. There's something in you that is just drawing you to, like, f- discover more about about faith and is something that's pulling you forward. And, and I just would encourage you this morning, if that's you, that, uh, that God is just waiting with arms wide open and is inviting you into a more beautiful life. And I just think if that's you this morning, you're just trying to work this whole thing out. Just take a moment and think, like, is that, is that what you want? because there's many people here that have said yes to that and stepped right into that. And we'd love that for you as well um, this morning. So, yeah, a birthday, time to look back and uh, celebrate, but an opportunity to think about what's ahead. So five years old, what's happening in the next five years? How old are you going to be in five years? Oh, it was going so well. (laughs) Okay, sorry, if that brought a downer on it, just... Just smell donuts and that'll help you make you feel better. I'm just sitting at the front there, like, what are donuts? They've got like a real smell about them, haven't they? What's going to happen in five years? Well, if you want to know what's ahead for us in five years, it's more of the same. It's more of the same. Listen to this. This is what Jacinda and I put, uh, wrote down that God put in our hearts as we were starting the church. And when you hear this, just think, this is what's ahead as well, okay? That Coast Vineyard would be a church where we help people to follow Jesus. It would be a church where broken people can find refuge, acceptance, healing, and hope. A church that will re-envision people who have given up on church. A church that will serve the community we live in, as Jesus did. A church where people are equipped to do what God has stirred in their hearts. A church of real togetherness in a world of individuals. A church where we are truly led by God's spirit. And a church where people are transformed by experiencing the love and power of God. How's that sound for the next five years? It just touches my heart, just thinking like, wow, we get to be a part of that, you know? We get to be a part of it. being in this community. And just dropping into it with ripples that, that spread the love of God into so many places. It's so cool. So that's what's ahead. More of that. There's a few things that, um, you know, we just counted afresh this morning, uh, not this morning, this week. And, um, you know what, we've just gone over 400 people that call cool Coast Vineyard home. How about that? That's amazing compared to four families that were meeting in our lounge just a little while ago. But, uh, but all that is is just a reflection of just God's people being together and God doing things in people's lives. It's just a cool thing. Another thing that most of you know about, but uh, next year we're going to be moving Sunday Church uh, from here to O'Riwa College, the Arts and Events Centre there. So we're super excited about that and we're all going to be heading... It's only 10 minutes up the road... You know, people that live up this way here, yeah, you're used to driving down there. You'll be fine. Um, it's the people in O River they don't like coming back up this way. That's uh, but we'll, you'll be fine. And it's just but just being closer to that growing edge of our community, and just again, just a more opportunity to like create these ripples of God's love that's going to go out. And God's been stirring our hearts too to just get more involved with some of the experts in our community that are serving the real needy in our community. And so we're going to be doing that a whole lot more. Just, uh, we've, we've already, you've already heard stories. There's already a lot of that happening. But just to be, um, just to be bringing love into, into places where things are challenging for people. We love that. And we're just going to continue to be a growing family that knows God's empowering presence. That changes lives. How's that sound? Sounds good. So I'm excited for the next five years. I'm just about done talking. We've we've, um, we've got, the kids are going to come up soon, Okay. You know, I just felt a a little bit of a nudge from God uh, over this week too. Uh, I wanted to put something out there for our young people. And you're like, who are the young people? It's like just, if you feel like you're a young person, you're a young person. If you feel young at heart, you're a young person. But I just wanted to ask you this question, is that will you give your all for God? Will you step into a place where every day, every that's in front of you, you're saying, God, what have you got for me? I will say yes to it, and I will step into it. Because out of that, if, if that is you stepping into that, There'll be adventure, there'll be challenge, but there'll be growth, there'll be miracles, there'll be a life that you may not expect, but you will look back on and go, wow. And I'm going to ask everyone to, to stand shortly, and, but if you're one of those young people, take when you, if you want to say yes to that, when you stand, stand as if you're saying yes to them. And we we're all going to stand together, and, uh, but if that's you this morning, and you want to say, you know what, I want to do that, I would love that for you, just stand and say yes to that. So why don't we all stand? I'm going to ask um, Lloyd and Vicki Rankin to, to come up. They are our national directors of the Vineyard Movement here. It's so, so cool to, to have them there. They're going to they're pray a blessing uh, for us this morning. But, you know, let me just uh, say, just while everything's swirling, come on up, guys. Why do you welcome these guys? This is so, so cool having them here. Mm. You may not know, but these guys founded the Vineyard Movement here in New Zealand uh, probably at 22 years ago, maybe a bit more. And they have been leading us as a, as a, a family of churches for 22 years, and they're just in a process of transition – Uh, around that, and I just want you, are you guys still with us? (laughs) Okay, like I just want you to to let you know that these guys have been serving our Vineyard family so, so faithfully and incredibly for 22 years, and I just, again, i just ask you, can you just honor them for that this morning? eh? It's amazing. (laughs) And there's something pretty special about the leaders of our movement praying a blessing over our church this morning. So I'm going to hand it over to them.
9: Can I just say, it is a real privilege to be here with these guys. And just I just want to say, you know, we've heard stories this morning of, of transformation, of healing, of, of change, of growth, of equipping, just the most wonderful things that represent you as a people. And, you know, the thing is, Matthew, uh, Matt and Jacinda, they opened up their lounge room. You know, God has done a work, but they opened up a lounge room. And I think that's the thing, isn't it? We all get to open something up for him to do something expansive and to take what we offer and, mul- and multiply it into beautiful, amazing communities of hope such as these. So what a privilege to be among a people who are committed to transformation and growth and challenge and risk-taking and discipleship and healing and all the amazing things that have been touched on in the stories today. I just had to say that. <laughs> and we just, just love these guys and their family. So it's our privilege to just to pray and bless um, and be a part of what's happening here today. So thank you. I get to start. <laughs> Can I, you guys come here? You too. <laughs> So, Lord, just as we stand together and thank you, Lord, we thank you for what you've done. We thank you for the reflection of the last five years. We thank you for your faithfulness through the difficult times, through the times of just looking into mystery and not knowing and yet holding hope with faith and expectation that what you have whispered, you would, you know, begin and grow. Thank you for what was embryonic, and you put it in these two hearts and we just thank you for them. We thank you that they were willing to say yes to the whisper and yes to opening their own doors of their hearts and their homes and their pantries and all the other things besides. So we thank you, Lord, for them. And we bless them. And we bless what you put in them. And we thank you that they are, they are shepherding and they, have, they are shepherding well. Lord, that they are looking for the lost and the broken and the ones who need to know who you are. So, Lord, we just honour them too this morning. And we ask that you'd give them grace and strength. You'd give them wisdom beyond their years. You'd give them discernment and every good thing because you're the father of lights who gives good things. And we welcome your presence and your power. And we thank you for what's coming. And we bless you, Lord, that you're so good and that I has not seen nor ear heard the things that God has prepared for those who love him. And for this church, for this church that's coming alive, that is alive, and is coming more and more alive, so we honour you today, Lord, that you're here in the midst and you're doing a beautiful thing, a beautiful thing. In Jesus' name,
10: Father, we we just are so stoked with with the stories, Lord, with the joy, Lord, with life that's just exploding this place. And we thank you for these five years and lord we again we do collectively we lean into what you have lord just hearing what matt and jacinda have on their hearts or what what you've birthed into this church lord we we want to ask that you would continue to bless coast vineyard lord we may may this church go from lord from this beautiful place lord into even more multiplication into even lord that that the light would shine in the darkest places on the coast Lord, we pray that you'd open up the treasures of darkness. Lord, we pray that you would that you would bless Coasefania with deep unity, with, with just extravagant love for each other, Lord, and just this um, um, unstoppable passion to bless the people that live in this area. So, Holy Spirit, we ask you for more. We thank you so much for what you have done, but we would ask you for more. Lord, we pray that you would, Lord, may they experience your presence in even greater measure. May they experience, Lord, the deep joy of seeing hundreds of people coming to know you. Lord, may they experience, Lord, the multiplication of churches. Lord, and may, they, may they see with their own eyes the transformation of this community. So, Lord, we with all our hearts, Lord, we just thank you and bless this church and bless the leadership of this church in Jesus' name. Amen.